Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast, where we believe that lifelong learning and relentless determination are essential to developing your passions and reaching your goals. Here to help you along the way are the hosts of the show. Take it away, ladies. Hey, y'all. I'm Brooke. And I'm Farron. As educators and high achievers, we're passionate about providing our listeners with effective strategies to help navigate life's obstacles and reach your goals sooner. Join us as we break down credible research that gives you a fresh perspective and challenges your limiting beliefs. Laugh and grow as we share personal anecdotes and interviews from people that have demonstrated what it takes to be successful. By implementing these practices, you will develop your unique skill set and learn how to better serve your community. Get your mind right. And enjoy this time designed just for you. Episode 88, this is the last of the book study portion of GUIA, which is a lovely acronym for Get Out of Your Head, by Jenny Allen. And we're covering the part three, so parts one, parts two, parts three. Feel free to go back to episode 84. 84. (laughs) (laughs) I had to think, I was going to say 81, but that's Tara Lee Cobble's episode, so it's 84. Which you could also check out. You could go check that out as well. Check it out me out how about that check me outside yeah all right so part one covered all the thoughts and there are many part two was taking down the enemies of our minds again there are many and so here we are in part three no big deal just uh thinking as jesus thinks (laughs) and again this goes with baby steps baby steps here so what there's a really cool part in chapter 15 that we'll talk about in here in a second such a tease i know you have to listen for at least two more minutes to this (laughs) (laughs) so i really like she does hit the neuroscience if you want to go back to the switch on your brain mini series that's episodes 56 through 62 shot in the dark shot in the dark could be 55 through 62 But it's all about neuroscience, and so Jenny Allen hints at the neuroscience and how she talks about that there are microtubules in your brain, and if you do some deep meditation, deep prayer, any of that sort of stuff, for 10 minutes, your brain is already changing. So what if you just got still with God and just told him all the things you were thankful for, and just set a timer for 10 minutes and don't stop talking to him, or writing, if that's better for you, until the timer goes off. That's a good way to do that. And your brain will already start changing. Yes, you know how I know this is true. Tell me. It's no um, secret that occasionally I have to turn on the hardcore gangster rap music to get (laughs) into the swing of things. You know, like laundry, dirty dishes, um, (laughs) kindly speaking to my children. Do you just play DMX on repeat? Y'all gonna make me lose my mind? Um, As you're you're cleaning and scrubbing? Y'all gonna make me lose. I can see it. Or vacuum. <laughs> that leaves too strong a carpet lines in the oh, rug. Okay. So you've done it before. I can't do that one. Now, I prefer like the dance it out, um, hype you up rap. Oh, Not okay. hype up like I'm angry. There's a time for that. <laughs> but I find the most productivity comes from uh, a good 10 minutes, which is approximately two to three songs. Man, music is really good at changing changing your mindset. Now, I, I love Jesus, too. So, I, in fact, listen to so much Jesus music in the morning. My phone suggests, would you like me to play that for you? So, no, here, no, Siri, hit me with the DMX. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, 
I'm sure you guys can think of that. Something that you do that can help reset your mood. And I bet you do it for about 10 minutes. And if you haven't tried it, go go get experiment crazy out there. Try it. What's the worst that could happen? You'd still be in the same mood, but that's what would happen if you did nothing. So <laughs> go try it. Get Farron's playlist. Oh, maybe we'll make a post about your playlist you've got going on. Oh. We'll make the Jesus version. Some no might worries. Was there a kids <gasps> bop gangster Jock rep? Jock mm, Jock Guys, jams, y'all. that's a classic. Anyways. Coming at you. IG stories. Back, Watch out. Back to thinking like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> now we're stopping talking about gangster rap and we're going to start talking more about Jesus. Smooth segues. <laughs> yeah. Smooth as sandpaper, baby. So I love how she talks about repeating truths. And this is something we preach on all the time. Speaking truths. Repeat the truths. And that's going to help you so much. Even when you are full of doubt or feel unequipped, unloved, useless, anything like that. You can stick to these. And she actually has on page, to if you don't buy the book for any other reason, buy it for this reason. She has an entire three pages of biblical truths, sources cited from the Bible, that you can just have on repeat. So when you're having a bad moment, bad day, you can sit there and read it. Farron, you want to hit us with a couple? Yes. The favorite one I just saw was, I gave you a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love, and get this, self-control. So there's one for you. But yeah, so we do. We talk a lot of times about, okay, you take that thought captive, hold it up to the truth, uh, truth about God, truth about what God thinks about you, truth in the Bible, and you're probably like, that's all great. Where are these truths? Well, besides in the Bible... (laughs) They're in there. There's a lot of words, though. So if you need a head start, Jenny Allen's got you covered. Um, We also are big fans of um, the Bible Recap with Tara Lee Cobble and the Daily Audio Bible with Brian Harden. And so you can get a snippet of Bible every day. And if you listen to it, it'll take you a year. And this year, I am writing down the ones that stick out to me so I have my own personal reference. Um, Because if you try to just go thumb through the Bible every time you're looking for a truth, man, that's gonna, that's kind of gonna be difficult. But the internet helps. The internet, and something that Jenny talks about in this chapter specifically is how she goes through some anecdotes with different people, and someone she talked to had a huge letdown, and then they had to fully rely on their training, otherwise they were not going to survive. And his profound moment was, I just need to trust the training that I've been doing my entire life. So Jenny talks about, you just need to trust what the Bible says, and you've got to train yourself. Read the Bible. Pray. Do all of these things. Not all, I mean, you know what I mean. All you the things. Work on all of these things, and you'll be able to get closer, have your better trained. Think about a team who practices once a week versus five times a week. And they could, it could be the exact same practice. They could have the exact same practice, but because they got more minutes on a ball, they're going to have, they're closer to their 10,000 hours. They're going to be better just because of of time spent on it. Yes, the only time the trusting your training does not work is if you, in fact, do not train. Mm, Then you don't have training. That that (laughs) doesn't work. So again, if it's a Bible app, a daily audio Bible, a book study, welcome. Um, Something where you are consuming uh, the Jesus material, God material, wisdom, get it all. That way, when you need it, it's there for you. We gave you a lot of resources just then. We're going to link them all on the show notes. 
sweetandgritty.blog forward slash guya88. So that's how all these mini series episodes are. So it's guya86, guya85. So there you go. On our website, we'll have everything you need right there. Turns out we're pretty resourceful. Look and at us. Full of resources. <laughs> resourceful resources. Yes. And the final chapter of the book called, titled, Dangerous Thinking. Dun, dun, dun. What a plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> There's some really cool anecdotes in this book. She does a rally at Baylor, and it's really monumental. She's got some great stories in here. She interviews an astronaut. Also pretty cool. It might be out of this world. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sometimes I think I'm not going to do it, and then I do. you got to wait at least 30 minutes after I eat before you say things like that. I'm sorry. I love how she talks how God is the only one who can make beauty from ashes. Back to that leverage. Yes, you can make the choices on how you're going to leverage it. Ultimately, it's God helping you leverage it into his story. She's mentioned earlier in the book how she would wake up at 3 a.m., couldn't go back to sleep. And so she leveraged that for good, and that's when she wrote this book. Yes. What's really neat is if you are holding the book in your hands right now, that book was written from 3 to 5 a.m. It was her most terrifying time of her life when it started. But then she realized, hmm, I guess I got some time on my hands. Yes. I'm going to write a book about how to figure this out. Yeah, and Paul did the same thing for the Bible. He wrote a lot of letters from prison. Uh, you know what? I love that, Farron. And he could have just sat there all pouty in prison, but he's like, you know what? I'm literally chained to you, so I'm going to talk your face off about Jesus. And he ended up converting a lot of people. He didn't convert. Jesus, through him, converted people. We know what you mean. I just had to say we it in case people are like, humans don't save humans. <laughs> <laughs> the important thing to remember is that this new way holy way of thinking, of capturing your thoughts, leveraging it for God's story, that is contagious. So whenever I read the part about Jenny leveraging the 3 to 5 a.m., I was like, oh my gosh, I can leverage anything. You can leverage any experience. And if, dang, your kids wake you up at 2 in the morning and you can't go back to sleep, leverage. Yeah. I, in fact, have leveraged my whole career on <laughs> hating school. I was in school. I hated it. It was hard. I had to find all these crazy ways to get by. And I was like, oh, you know what? Turns out I'm good at explaining that to my peers who struggle. I could be a teacher. I was like in middle school when I made this decision. Okay, I know it doesn't sound rational. But here I am today. And still my, teaching. Still teaching. Maybe not y'all. But I do have a job that they, in fact, pay me to teach. <laughs> and they are doing well. I can and pay you in time. That's I just want to be with you. That's all there is to it. <laughs> so yeah, so sometimes our terrible circumstances can actually be uh, leveraged for good. Some uh, Bob Goff, uh, Dream Big, I read his book recently, and he talked about how the experiences you're going through, good or bad, even if you're not where you want to be or on the path to the career or job or passion you want to pursue that the things that are happening in your life right now are preparing you for that and I try to tell my middle schoolers this but seventh and eighth grade boys they don't like to listen to their prefrontal cortex isn't developed they don't like this energetic crazy lady so I plan their life for <laughs> them you? yep I do I plan their life for them and 
they actually are secretly excited about the lives I've planned for them. <laughs> and so what I told them is like, look, I know you don't, they want to, all of them have a different business venture and they're going to retire in their 30s. Well, they're going to own the business. So they'll still make money, but they won't actually have to like go to work. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you would like me to plan your life, you know, it's like a fortune cookie over here. But um, I told them that good business people have to be able to communicate well with others. They have to know their needs. They have to be persuasive. And so I said, you know what? Here, while you're at school, you're getting to meet your future clients. Ooh. So not that, like, you need to be... Yeah, not that you need to be, like, best friends with everybody. But if you can't learn to interact with everyone in a productive way, including your teachers, that, like... You're going to have to learn to do that with clients. You're going to want people's money someday, right? So anyways, they hate school. They don't see the purpose of school because of what they're seeing being taught at the front of the room. But I'm like, hello, this is how you learn to work well with others. When you got to hire an employee, this is when you got to like be like, I wouldn't want to work on a group project with you, but I sure want him on my team. So I try to point those out to, to them so that That's way really they good, can... really good, Yeah, they can see the value in, in their current circumstances. So if you're out there... And you have these big dreams. We're big encouragers of pursuing those and moving in that direction. But if you are not happy with where you're at right now, what skill Mm -hmm. can you develop where you're at right now that'll help you and serve you, serve others, fulfill God's purpose for you later down the road? I like that, Farron. Even if those middle schoolers started right now leveraging that skill of networking, people skills, think how good they're going to be. 10 years later, you're what, 13 in middle school? By the time you got out of college, you've had a decade's worth of networking skills developed. Yes. Wow. For sure. I have one, just one more. I have a kid who's very into his style and his clothes and his shoes and very judgmental of everyone else's, but he wants to design ads and possibly like looks for magazines. This is what I planned for him. He did not tell me this. But because he loves that, and so he can be very judgmental of what other people are wearing. And I said, if you are going to design clothes and magazine layouts and covers, you have to understand why people are wearing and making those fashion choices so you can sell them yours. And he just, he got a little excited, like mind blown, but then he couldn't let me see it. So he Mm -hmm. he pulled his hoodie up and I let him keep it on because I'm pretty (laughs) sure he was smiling under that mask. And so, anywho, yes, there's just so many things that you can totally use, no matter your situation, that will serve you later. If God is, maybe it might feel, right? We talked about cynicism earlier Mm -hmm. in this chapter. So, if you feel like, man, nothing good seems to be going my way. Um, Why would God do this to me? This is a punishment. Again, having that gratitude practice and looking for the opportunities in your current situations would better serve you and hopefully you'd see the opportunities that you've been praying for. And maybe that's the gifting that God has wanted you to grow this whole time. You can't move on to the next step because you haven't finished developing the skill set. I need you to stay here, get good at it, so that way you can crush it for whatever it is I have you set up to do. I also like, what's the, what's the quote where it's like, your thoughts become your beliefs, become your actions, become your habits, and it becomes your life. So it all ties back to that one little thought. And from there, that makes me think of Inception. 
Mm. I, have you seen it? I have. I haven't seen the whole thing. I don't I want to spoil it. Fell asleep. If you <laughs> if you've seen Inception, that's the whole premise. It goes back to one tiny little thought that changes the trajectory for everything. So if you if you can change that one tiny little thought, whether it's I'm I'm useless. Okay, well no, you're not because he has equipped you with whatever gifting skill sets it is that you're going to need later. So it's not that you just need to learn to tap into it and you need to believe that down in there you are useful and you can serve a purpose in God's story from that moment that turns into a belief and that turns into feeling confident, taking a leap of faith saying, Hey, I can take on that project or whatever that is. And then that continues to be the growth point from there. Yeah, I think the foundation out of what we've said in this chapter is that, again, our focus is on God. And Jenny Allen brings up the story about Peter. Um, There's this storm that's rocking the boat. Everyone's afraid that they're going to, you know, the ship is going to sink and they're all going to drown and die. And Jesus is walking on water and says, you know, not verbatim, but calls out, come join me. And so Peter is going to go to Jesus, and um, his focus is on Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's a really big part of that story, and that when he starts to look around at his circumstances, he begins to drown, but when he returns his focus back to Jesus, then he's able to, to make it to him. So, again, if we rely on our own strength and willpower or our interpretation of the circumstances we are in and shift our gaze from God and Jesus then we're going to start spiraling again. So check check in with yourself. What's your focus? Where's your gaze? And try to keep it, again, because it's not easy, right. on, on God. And sometimes you've got to put your blinders on. If Peter had blinders on like horse races, then he wouldn't have been able to turn. He would have only been able to look at Jesus. So is there some sort of metaphorical blinder you can put on? Is that not hanging out with that one person on your lunch break? going to be a good blinder for you so you can stay more focused in a training routine like we mentioned a little while ago is developing a habit where you're in god's word um, going to church regularly whether that's virtual or in person covid style who knows Um, but coming up with things to avoid but then also practices to do regularly Okay, so we that closes the book study portion of Jenny Allen's Get Out of Your Head, or what we lovingly refer to as Guya. You know, when you say Guya, it makes me think of like on Nickelodeon when people would get <gasps> slimed. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well. Was it Double Dare? Oh, man. I think it was every Nickelodeon okay, show but, had slime. But remember where you had to find the flags in the goo? Oh, the yep. The slime, mm-hmm. and there was the mm-hmm. one with the nose. It's mm. not the one I would do. I would not Gross. do it. Oh, I forgot about that until just now. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. I can't wait. I had that thought captured and thrown in prison for life. <laughs> now it's creeping out. I met Bond. Here I come. <laughs> oh, uh, I really miss those competition shows. But anyway, that's neither here nor was there. Was it Temple uh, Temple Legends of Legends the Hidden of Temple? The Hidden Temple. Jaguar. They ever get the monkey right? They just <laughs> they kept spinning all the parts. It's the same way every time. God, it's the same way every time. Quit monkeying around. <laughs> now, now, now you're full of dad jokes. Okay, you guys, stick around because we have three amazing interviews coming up. Uh, next week, it's going to be Jessica Day, and she is going to talk to us about mental health and anxiety. And then episode 90 is going to be Tiffany Armstrong, who is a self-defense expert. 
hiya, double black belt, watch out. And then I'm, I was doing hit head signals instead of like kicking my leg. Ding. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube's getting it. And then we have on episode 91, Casey Coates comes in and he tells his story and talks about what the Bible says about anxiety. Yes. Yeah, so again, our interviews are always people living out the practices in the book. We like to hear from different people and what it looks like in their lives. And then we always are sure to hit spiritual growth. So like Brooke mentioned, um, the third interview with Casey Coates, will talk about how to use the book and the Bible um, to grow spiritually in the area of taking your thoughts captive. So bring a paper and pen next time so you can jot down some notes because it's going to be good. And maybe some snacks. Ooh. Ooh, yeah listen party or watch party youtube family <laughs> or a party starter oh uh, shout out little caesars love you forever i hope they're just as good Let's because go get one. okay all right we're gonna go get a party starter y'all have a lovely evening bye we help busy christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have happier healthier lives We love providing our Christian-based personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission by donating to our Patreon. We're a small team creating the show for our community by researching, recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you can receive exclusive access For more details on specific membership tiers, visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash witty and gritty. We've included the link in the show notes.